hello. Gotta turn down the music. Welcome to Game Setting, episode 113 for the Game Awards for the really the first time ever, which is a huge accomplishment for us because we don't have a good track record with doing the Game Awards, doing the live stream reaction to it. We just don't. Uh, and the track record almost continued. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was almost. very close to the trend continuing. Uh, I only have Zach here today. Zach, how you doing? How you feeling? I mean, I'm shocked we're here, just to be honest. I agree with you. The show almost did not happen. Yeah, no. Again. So John's not here, unfortunately. He got he got sick, and he's sick to the point where, you know, doing the show is not a good idea. It's more like, you know, head stuff, right? Um, you know, conge- whatever, congestion and bullshit. Uh, me, I am also feeling a little under the weather. Uh, and it, uh, you know, the tummy ache survivor. That's right. I am the tummy ache survivor, says Josh. It, I've been battling all day today, and uh, I may have to dip out at some point and continue this battle. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, we are here for the Game Awards. The Game Awards officially starts at 6.30. The uh, the show starts in about eight minutes or so, but it's going to be like the general pre-show that they do every year. Some smaller awards gets you know handed out and stuff like that. And we'll be just kind of chit-chatting in between uh, before the show starts. Really excited for tonight's show. There's a lot to look forward to, I think, just from the awards themselves and a lot of big reveals. Uh, a lot of updates on games that we already know about. There's, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. There, I think there's a lot to look forward to. We're going to... We had a few things lined up to chat about before the Game Awards actually starts. So that's very exciting. Uh, if you could, make sure to join the Discord. We'd appreciate that. Follow us over at Twitter. Subscribe to the channel. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Check out Agent Inc. Buy a jersey. Some Rogue Energy. Use referral link down below. We'd appreciate all that support. And just be, being here hanging out with us. We appreciate that as well. If you're listening to the audio version of this show, please know that obviously we'll have no Game Awards audio at all. Uh, the YouTube video will. Uh, we will be actually live streaming the video here. We are an official co-stream uh, ready to go in that front. So the video version will have all the audio and stuff. I will mute it for any music stuff, obviously, which knowing Jeff Keeley, it will be there. Almost uh, definitely. Yeah, so I've got it ready to mute over here. Good to go. Uh, but yeah, if you're listening to the audio format, uh, you're just going to hear us the entire time. So. I assume we are also going to have to mute it when any game trailers have copyrighted music that's true i will probably have to mute that on stream as well i'm, a, I'm my, my finger is gonna be hovering this button a lot tonight so <laughs> it'll be okay we're gonna get into it we're gonna have a good time uh i think with all that said i can start turning on the music and actually turn off the music so it doesn't surprise me later <laughs> but uh no it's gonna be a good show i'm very excited for the game awards i'm more excited for the game awards tonight than i have been in some time um I, I do feel like there is going to be a decent amount of stuff tonight. We've already started seeing some stuff get leaked online of things to expect. Like, um, I would safely probably assume something Tekken 8 related after what you told me. Yeah. Uh, where it was, Tekken 8 was apparently available to download. Yeah. Something in, in the store. Something happened specifically on Xbox X and S for like a hour or so. Tekken 8 was downloadable for people on their consoles. Yeah. No one who actually got it downloaded was able to play it. But it was there. But it was on their consoles now. <laughs> yeah, so that tells me I feel like Tekken 8 could probably be here tonight. Uh, so pe- people are curious if it's going to be a, some sort of open beta or just a demo. Let me turn that down a little bit more. Uh, I also saw the um, leaked release date for Street Fighter 6 for June 2nd. I saw that as well. Uh, that got posted up on Amazon with the price of 60 bucks, which, okay, kind of interesting. I it's thought it would be that $70 it's price It's still bag. interesting to see we're, we're floating at this $60, $70 mark still. Well, that's also one of the things that popped out this week is Microsoft's officially going to $70 price tag for their for their games, starting with like Redfall, Starfield, et cetera. That is something that they are transitioning to um, next year. So, you know, I, I don't really think it's, I mean, it does suck. I mean, it does, don't get yeah. me wrong. But at the same time, it's like, 
spend your money on what you want to spend your money on. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if you want a game bad enough, you're going to pay $70 for it. I'm $70 sorry. is nothing. Like, I'm, I'm just being real. Like, if there's something you want bad enough, like, day one, you're you're going to buy it. I mean, I know I am. I'm not thrilled about spending 10 more dollars, but, like, I'm not going to pass up, like, let's say Forspoken when it comes out. Yeah, easily. I, I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm buying the game. Immediately. Starfield, if I didn't have an Xbox and I had to purchase it, for example, or I didn't have Game Pass and I had to purchase it, yeah, I would buy it at 70 I don't care. I want to play the damn game. So. Speaking of Game Pass, you're going to mess with High on Life at all? I'm thinking about it. It looks stupid, and I think I, I, I was kind of hesitant about the game at first when it was revealed and showcased, what, over the summer, right? It's I mean, it's got that dumb mentality of weirdness and whatnot, but, I mean, yeah. overall from that game trailer we saw, it actually looked fairly solid and put together. Yeah, it looks like a very well-put-together game. It just looks bizarre. Yes. <laughs> it looks bizarre, but I think it's, I think it could be a good thing. I think it could be a good thing. Uh, another thing that I think is going to be here tonight, from all the leaks and the, the hints and everything I've seen, I'm very excited for this one. Is Fable 4? Fable 4 will be here. I have no idea. That'd be cool for an update, but I don't who know. That'll probably be like E3 next year. I need Fable again. I agree. But no, um, Horizon Forbidden West DLC. Uh, apparently, The Burning Shores will be the name of the DLC, which The Burning Shores was mentioned multiple times in Forbidden mm -hmm. West. And if you go to like a certain point of, um, you know, the map, it, you know, obviously it, it won't let you go any further. Let me go ahead and mute that for now. <laughs> That's just uh, the live stream that we have going up here behind us. Um, but yeah, so the burning shore is apparently what it's going to be. Um, there's, I've seen a lot of leaks pointing to that and that's actually pretty exciting. Uh, I've had an itch to play horizon for Ben West again recently. That's such a good fucking game. That's such a good game. I swear. Um, so here's a random question for you that I'm going to throw on to you on the spot I... because I forgot to talk to you about it beforehand. Okay. And if we were going to do this, I would want to announce it today. Are we going to do that special show that I pitched in uh, discord? Are we going to do that so I can announce it here? Oh, that, I mean, at the very least we're doing the 10, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. So we can, uh, okay. So one thing to keep in mind is here at the end of the year. Uh, we are going to do like our own version of like a game awards, kind of. Uh, at the very least, what we're going to do for this end of the year episode is we are going to rank our top 10 favorite games and best games to come out this year. And this is going to be an annual thing that we're going to do. Now, the other idea that I'm referencing, and we'll see if we do it, is we are thinking about doing an actual, like, our own version of a Game Awards. Not where it's, like, nominees and a single winner, uh, but more so just, like, we're going to do, like, multiple, like, top five lists of, like, multiple categories. We, we, we're we're going to talk about it. We'll see if we do it. At the very least, we're doing the top 10. Very least, we're doing the top 10. I sort of figured we were doing that one, so. Yeah, that, that is the very, very least top 10 best games of the year. That is an annual thing that we will always do now at the end of the year. Um, I feel It's like going to be a very biased list. It could be, yeah. And I'll go ahead and, and spoil uh, number one right now. It won't be Elden Ring because uh, none of us played it, and we don't really have a desire to play it, so sorry. <laughs> I'll just but go. for all the Elden Ring fans, they got the Coliseum DLC yesterday. That's true. That's true. Did you get the Coliseum DLC, which is free, wasn't yep. it? Okay, cool. cool. So I guess they're technically more of an update than DLC. Yeah, yeah. Um, so as for me, I do want to take a few minutes to chat about this before we really get into the game awards and reacting to it is I did complete God of War. Hey. Completed it Tuesday, very late Tuesday. I have multiple thoughts and I don't know if we're going to do this. Uh, I'm going to pitch it to John at some point. I'm going to see if John wants to do an extra game static episode pre-recorded, just release it with whatever number, you know, is lined up, you know, like we, yeah. did, like we, we, we did with Anime. I'm going to see if John wants to do like a full God of War episode of just he and I just talking about the game, full spoilers, full thoughts on everything, right? Like, like what we do at Tokyo. Yeah, easily. Um, so I'm going to see if he wants to do that. So I'm going to leave my thoughts kind of, you know, very spoiler free here. But 
you know, for me, and I really wish John was here to hear my thoughts too. You know, I, you know, I don't know if he's listening or not because um, I know he's filming the weather. But, uh, you know, for me to sit here and talk about the God of War to the extent that I'm going to talk about it is shocking to me. And I feel like it'd even be shocking to like other people that know me that are God of War fans, whatever. Because I even called Brady yesterday and chat with him for a little bit. He hadn't played it yet. Oh. And I gave him my, my thoughts because he's known me for as long as he has. And he's, he knows that I've played like a collective of two hours of every God of War prior to 18, right? It's just never been in, it's never been in my, my straight field of view of, in terms of what I'm playing it, as a growing up and everything. But God of War Ragnarok, man, I am not kidding you. This game is an absolute fucking masterpiece. <laughs> like, this is a 10 out of 10 game for me. Like, I, I really stopped and I thought about it, too. Man, I, it's it's probably my fifth favorite game of all time. You know, so it's up there with Mass Effect 3, Red Dead Redemption 2, Twilight Princess, Marvel Spider-Man, and then God of War Ragnarok is right there behind them. I can and, see it. And honestly, Ragnarok could get bumped up. Like, if we're going to be... I don't think, I don't think it's going to top... Um, I don't think it's going to top, you know, go past two. Mass Effect 3 and Red Dead are very firmly in those positions, right? But I feel like it could compete and go past Spider-Man and uh, Twilight Princess. I'll, I'll, I, for Ragnarok, one thing also is that I actually have the desire to play the game again. You know, 2018, you know, uh, it was a very fun game. I, I To me, like a solid, for me personally, like a solid like 7.5, 8 out of 10, fun experience. No desire to ever go back to that game. It was fun. It was cool. I, I experienced it. I'm good. I don't need to experience it again. This one, like, just the story is is everything that they did well in 2018, they did landslides better. Exceptionally better. And the one thing that I think is really cool about it is how, you know, and this is also why, you know, I do firmly believe God of War is going to win the accessibility award, is, like, just how accessible they make this game, not only from the general features of that, you know, offered for gameplay, whatever, uh, but also, like, you go into the main menu, and you can just hit a button and do a recap of 2018. You don't have to play 2018 to play this game. Like you can just pick up Ragnarok and play this game. I mean, that's nice. Yeah, that's a, that's a nice little that's a nice little bonus. Um, but when it comes to like Ragnarok, um, just there was multiple points in the game that I cried. There's like so many little things, little pieces of dialogue they do so well, and it's like the voice acting and just the acting in general is all done so well at so many points where you know you really just feel the different emotions at each individual point. Like there was a time with Kratos where he says a line. And you can tell it's a very menacing and threatening line, but you can also tell from the way Christopher Judge portrays it, he is also horribly terrified at the same time. Like you can sense both, you know, because okay. I mean? the first part of the line is immensely terrifying. And then the second part of the line, you know, it's almost like he's talking through his teeth and it's like a you can tell he's scared. In that situation, obviously, you can put the piece together. It probably involves his son, obviously. Yeah. Um, so it's just little tidbits like that, uh, just the little dialogue and just the continued building of these characters and the relationship building between multiple characters that you kind of figure out was also developed off screen, like Kratos and Mimir. Like their relationship is so much. Like Kratos calls him brother too. Like it only happens a couple times, but Kratos also calls Mimir brother, just like Mimir always calls him brother. Just little stuff like that, you know what I mean? And it's just like you don't have to have all of this God of War history to enjoy this game because look at me because like if you at least know of God of War, know of the character Kratos, and know of that what the characters like, you know what I mean? then you can really enjoy this game because you can see the vision and you can see what Kratos was and what he becomes, you know what I mean, just over time. Like, you see how much different of a character that he is. 
Um, and just from beginning to end, the game just blew me away at every point. Uh, I thought it was so beautifully done. Um, the end game, and I, I see that uh, I see that he, he, you know, Josh threw something in chat here, and I was going to follow, you know, talk about that now. You know, the, oh no, I was just picking apart of how he fucked up a word at the end, and you fee again. Oh yeah, yeah, I'd fee that again. Yeah, Josh, you need to learn to you need to learn the grammar, man. Um, but um, no, just like that that final act, man, like. Josh threw in a chat. Uh, he said, the end of Ragnarok gave me the same feeling as Mass Effect 3 did. I never thought I'd feel that again. 100% accurate. Like, just um, that... Don't get me wrong. There are plenty of incredible final acts in games, right? But, like, there are there are very few final acts that just, like, give you this overwhelming feeling of this is unbelievably epic. This is so cool. And for me, Mass Effect 3 is one of those games that stands at the pinnacle because that moment that you're, you know, you, know, you walk on the bridge with Joker and all the armies start pulling in, you know, to really kick off the final act to go to Earth, yo, that is one of, like, the most peak feelings for me in a game. Like, just that moment of, like, Three games worth of build up, all for this moment. This is this is awesome. This is this is legit. And Ragnarok gave me the same feeling. Like I wasn't sure what the final act was going to look like. Yeah. Pers- obviously, it's Ragnarok. You know what's going to happen, but what is going to look like when you get there? Because you're standing outside the door. You know, you you blow the horn. You know, Ragnarok's about to start, and just like the moment Kratos says, "Ready yourselves," and just goes forward, and after that, it's just balls to the wall, and it, it just it gave me the same sort of feeling that Mass Effect Three did, which I never thought would happen again. I because like the big war vibe of like Mass Effect, yeah. the big war vibe of this, it's just like it, it's a different level of like final act feelings. I feel like I'm jaded in that aspect because I mean. Mass Effect 3, it was a great final chapter and everything. I felt high for it, but I don't think I felt as strongly about it as you did. Right. Because I feel like, like I'm slightly jaded just because you're aware I read a lot of literature or listen yeah, to it in yeah, audio form. Yeah. And I hear all these different things and whatnot and visualize them at the same time. My thing is I enjoy those big hype moments. I don't feel strongly with them. My thing is usually the more like, oh, fuck. Yeah, all right, yeah. <laughs> um, that's not good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I, I definitely feel that. I definitely feel that because uh, that's how I feel with other third act, final acts of the yeah. where it's just like, oh fuck, that's not good. Yeah, that's how I feel with other with other acts and everything. But no, I mean it was a masterpiece, man. To me, it's I I never thought that me as a God of War admirer is yeah. the best way I'll put myself. I never thought I'd rave about this game as much as I have. Like I, I'm excited for my next playthrough. I really am. It's that good of a game. You know, I got some other stuff I got to do first. You know, I need to finish up Midnight Suns and you know finish up Sonic Frontiers as well. And then we can. Uh, I'm finally listening to that Sonic soundtrack. That soundtrack's fucking insane. Isn't it such a robbery that it's not on the Game Awards? I mean, it slightly is. <laughs> like, it, dude, the fact that Sonic Frontiers didn't make it in for best music and score breaks my freaking heart, dude. That's such a robbery, in my opinion. I didn't see the results. Did Sonic win the player's voice? I have no idea. I, I'm going to have to look that up. I know quick. it was had a strong lead. Yeah, like, they were doing a, a push, bro. Player's voice. See if it won, because I am kind of curious about that. Uh, it was probably still Genshin, if I had to guess. But let's probably see, let's take a look. That's not what I wanted to see. Go back to yeah. Give, give me the players' voice. I want to know who won. Oh, it just still says they're tallying the votes. I guess okay. Be, so I, they're going to show it off. Yeah, in the it'll, show. Be, it'll be revealed tonight. It, it's probably Genshin still. But man, if Sonic won the player's voice, <laughs> you got to give every ounce of credit to Fidel Games Cage because he was rallying the community nonstop for it. I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, so God of War rating? 
10 out of 10. Yeah, 100%. 100% 10 out of 10. Um, my, honestly, and I'll go ahead and say this for my personal list, uh, favorite game of 2022, um, and by miles. I'm a diehard Pokemon fan. Diehard. I've uh, been playing the franchise for so long. We've been uh, putting numerous hours into every Pokemon game. This God of War does, yeah, it, it blows Pokemon out of the water. Scarlet and Violet's fun. It's a great Pokemon experience. I think it's a, I think it's a wonderful game for diehards of the franchise. I really do. Honestly, um, Scarlet and Violet's also very good. Yeah, a game for newer generation too. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. You know, it, it really is. I mean, like the only reason I, I worded it where it's a disaster for casuals is because. Dude, so many people go in there like, oh, these graphics suck, the frame, and they leave. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of players do that. Um, so, but I do agree that it is good for new, gen, you know, new, new I stopped players. caring about graphics a long time ago. See, that's kind of how I am, too. As long as the game is still playable, I'm good. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like even Cyberpunk, I, you know, it was a broken mess when it came out, but it was never a bad game. I mean, the game is still phenomenal, in my opinion. It's just, it was broken for the longest time. Uh, but yeah, I mean, God of War is by far my favorite game of 2022. By far, not even close. I mean, it, it, it was a true masterpiece of a game. And I've been listening to some uh, podcasts um, that had, uh, I think his name's Eric Williams. He was the director for Ragnarok. Over, mm-hmm. You know, Corey gave him the, the reins for it. And him just talking about various little things uh, about the game. And also just how much free reign Eric had with the game where Corey just told him, hey, this needs to happen, this needs to happen, this needs to happen. Other than that, figure it out. Go wild. Do your thing. So there, there's a lot of there's a lot of cool things about the game and a lot of subtle hints as well, like subtle little details that, you know, I didn't notice going through my playthrough that I had to have someone point out on Twitter where it's like, oh shit, yeah, that's a that's a that's a good little subtle hint. That's cool. Um, like there, there's all of those throughout the game. It, it, this gotcha. game has unbelievable attention to detail. Unbelievable. I uh, cannot recommend it enough. Even if you have not played 2018, don't even wait. Don't, don't don't you don't have to play it unless you really really want to. Just do the recap, which I actually haven't watched the recap. I'm actually going to probably watch that this weekend and see what the recap looks like. Um, but yeah, just you can do the recap and pick up God of War and have an unbelievable time. Tons of way to play too, you know, because you have your two main weapons. There's something else as well, and then just like the brawling aspect of things and the companions are really good. Like John had talked about previously, I cannot recommend this game. Enough. I feel like, I feel like a lot of people could enjoy this game, including Josh, even though he is a bitch and he only plays like three games. I do think Josh would enjoy this game. Cause he's just like, you know, yeah, yeah. Josh like, okay, but what if you bought 2018 God of War? And he, Josh, he just wants to play very large open world RPGs or Pokemon. That's his thing. But I think you would enjoy Ragnarok, Josh, because I think the story alone can grip you. The gameplay is unfreaking believable, and there is open world aspects to the game, Josh. So I think this I think this is a game that you can enjoy, my friend. I would highly recommend it. So uh, I played I played Elden Ring longer than yeah. I mean, of course, Elden Ring is more up your alley. So I mean, that makes sense. But I'm just saying, man. I think Ragnarok could be also be up your alley. You just got to give it a shot. Because I know you told me it's like yeah I'll, I'll check out a let's play. You're not gonna check out a let's play. Let's both be real here. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I don't think he. I don't, there's so much to watch. I don't think Josh would have time to watch a, a let's play. He's a busy guy, man. He's got he's got a lot of stuff to do. I don't, I don't think he has time to sit down and uh, check out a let's play and uh, to get the story. You just need to play it, man. Just play I mean, it. fair that last play would be like ten videos long minimum. Yeah, minimum. Yeah, especially if they did like a lot of the uh, side. Uh, post game, you know, because then John say like for like a review, and there's like a hour long video or some crap like that. Yeah, yeah. and he said, "Let's be real, I'll be playing Witcher three again next week." I know. Witcher uh, three. What about Witcher, man? 
That's true. They're remaking yeah, it. Yeah, the Witcher remake. He's very excited for that one. God, I hope they don't bring back the whole combat system. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 think, I think they'll make it more to times. You know what I mean? I can only pray because, I mean... Yeah, that old combat system fucking blows. <laughs> yeah, no, I think they'll make it more at times. I, 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 I'm I'm looking forward to the Witch remake. That'll be a fun one to add to the slate. I'm I'm excited. It'll be a few. Yeah, it's definitely a few years out. Hundred percent. I mean, when they when they made the announcement for it, that was essentially a calling card. Like, hey, we're doing this. Yeah. Who wants to work on it? <laughs> like, come on, we need devs. They didn't have a team yet. They didn't have a team yet. I think Witcher Four comes out first. Probably. Yeah, I think that's possible. Yeah, that's possible. Because I, I did see actually see a chart recently from CD Projekt Red of uh, what all they've been working on over the past few years yeah. and, like, the, the manpower. And right now, a large, large portion of the manpower currently is on uh, the Cyberpunk expansion. But and one thing they did mention also was that they're... I don't know if you saw it. They are actually pulling support from... Yeah. Gwent. Yeah, Rip Gwent, man. It'll still it's it's still going to be live, yeah, and somebody's still going to be updating and balancing it, but there's no going to be any active uh, updates and whatnot besides just, like, balancing and whatnot, and that mm -hmm. team's going to go towards other projects. Yeah, which is obviously going to be one of the Witcher ones because right now the pretty much the, the A team is all on uh, the Cyberpunk expansion, Phantom Liberty right yeah. now. That, that's the biggest bulk of where the team's at. Still excited for that expansion. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be fun. Um, but, yeah, shout out to Gwent, man. I enjoyed Gwent a lot. I'm glad it got its own standalone release. I, I, I still, I know it's not going to happen at this point, but I still wish every once in a while. I mean, I wish that one, like, like chess-like board game from Horizon gets its own standalone game. I'd play the fuck out of that. You like, never know. I mean. Yeah, you never know. Witcher 3 was had already been out for, like, eight years between before Gwent came out, so. Yeah, true, true. You never know. Um, let's see. A couple other things here to talk about is we had the ultimate plot twist the other night. Oh, fucking the hell. The ultimate plot twist, man. Like, I saw that, and it came out late, too. It was like, what, 8 and 10 o'clock our time? Yeah, I saw that article, and I was going to post in Discord, but I went, eh, it's funny, but it's not worth it. And you posted and went, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's the ultimate plot twist, dude. So there's been, obviously, we're still working on the Activision Blizzard purchase, which also hit another big roadblock. The FTC is now filing a lawsuit to block it. Yeah, so the, the, this thing is like probably like a year plus out from being done. So this is going to be wild. But before FTC filed that lawsuit to block the Activision Blizzard purchase, uh, Phil Spencer and Microsoft uh, announced that they have agreed to a 10-year partnership. Uh, fucking Nintendo. With Nintendo to bring Call of Duty to Nintendo, which also, you know, that also, let's be real. That's for the next-gen console. The, it's not coming to the Switch. Can only hope. Yeah. The only thing that I feel like would come to the Switch is, like, I, I know it's going to sound like a joke, but I'm not joking. I think this is what would happen. I think Call of Duty Mobile will come to the Switch you know, <laughs> as, as a bridge. You either know that I mean? or Warzone. I don't know if it can run Warzone. <laughs> like, even as a cloud game, I don't know if it can run Warzone. Nintendo's fucking slacking here. They're making this a deal. I mean, that's true. I think this is, I think, I really do think this is more so like what they're looking at the next console. You know what I mean? I think this deal got put. Can in, only pray to God. I know, man, because that's going to be the ultimate disaster. Because if it comes out, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2, coming to Switch on cloud, digital <laughs> fucking cloud. Man. <coughs> yeah, it's going to be a so disaster. That was my response when you posted that was, Nintendo better bring that damn new console soon. Yeah, I know. See, I feel like the the first like big mainline Call of Duty game that's present that is, I think that the first one that would come out for uh, Switch, I'm not joking, I think would be 2024. I don't think there's one coming out next year for Switch. If there's gonna be a Call of Duty coming out next year, I'm not joking. I think it's gonna be Call of Duty Mobile, uh, which let's be honest, that has an unbelievable player base. 
it is so huge. It is ridiculous. Uh, and Switch has a lot of units out there. I feel like that could work. I mean, we've seen other mobile games go to you know the Switch, like the Elder Scrolls Blades, Arena of Valor. Being but a couple. think about all the crossovers. I know. Yeah, because they would make a crossplay, which that would be something. Just Animal Crossing characters. Oh my God. I and know. Call of Duty. Yeah. Yeah, something Metroid related in Call of Duty. So, you know, I do think it's possible that maybe uh, a, like a Call of Duty game we have out right now could potentially come back to it but, and be very much downsized and downgraded. But on that topic, one thing that everyone really needs to keep in mind with this with this deal because everyone's immediately saying, "Oh, great, Call of Duty is going to get shafted in its performance and graphics and stuff to make you know to meet the bar for Nintendo." You got to keep in mind, guys, this is not for the Switch. They, in the announcement, they didn't even name the Switch. They just named Nintendo consoles. Like they didn't even name the Switch. It's not. It, it's not going to be a situation. Call of Duty will not suffer from this. You know what I mean? It's. It's just not. We can only hope. Yeah, we can hope, but I. I don't see that happening. I don't see it suffering. Nintendo is so far behind. They really are, but you know, from from the leaks that we saw, they make a new handheld and just release it on a handheld. Basically. But, like, from the leaks that we saw for the new Nintendo console from the NVIDIA leak, like, its power is going to be on par with what we have. Like, I mean, they're actually doing power because they realized this generation, like, hey, you know, our less of power approach, it still works. We still sell a shit ton of units, but we have a lot of problems. Our cloud sucks. We can't get these other games to consoles. And now it's like, now we now we just got thrown a bag in our lap for Call of Duty. We need to get a, more power. I, I think it's going to happen. Uh, but also with this deal, and this is actually really cool. I love the after, the after uh, interview with this, is that uh, in this deal as well, there's also a 10-year partnership with Call of Duty to come back officially. It came back just recently, but stay on Steam. Because keep in mind with Call of Duty on PC, it's always been on, not always, but it's on Bow.net for like the last, I don't know, six years. You know, Call of Duty just came back to Steam, I think with Modern Warfare 2, I think was the the first game in in multiple years that came to Steam. Um, And with that deal, here's something that I thought was so cool, dude, because Gabe Newell was interviewed about this with Kotaku. And he said that Steam didn't even sign the contract. That's what I was trying to pull up because yeah. I remember seeing that. Yeah, yeah, he didn't sign the contract. Like he was given the contract from Phil Spencer and someone else at uh, Microsoft, and he said they chose not to sign it because his exact words. Anytime Phil Spencer and Microsoft have told me they're going to do something, they've done it, uh, and he trusts Microsoft's intentions that they're going to be bringing it to um, Call of Duty, you know, Call of Duty to Steam for the next 10 years, and he doesn't feel the need to sign that contract. You know, he believes in Microsoft, which, you know, this whole move that Microsoft did, all this is right now is ammunition for him in court to go against Sony, where it's just like, hey, hey, man, we're ready. We're ready to strike up a 10-year deal. You're just being being an asshole about it. You know, look, we just signed a 10-year deal with, you know, with Nintendo, and we offer one with Steam. Like, hey, we're we're making you know we're making strides. I mean, you gotta keep in mind, guys. The fact that the, the contract was signed with Nintendo, it's happening. You know what I mean? So that further adds fuel to Microsoft's fire that Call of Duty is not gonna be single platform anytime soon. I mean, it's I I just never thought it made business sense personally. Um, so I mean, it, it's gonna get very interesting, especially with this new lawsuit that came out with uh, FTC trying to block it now. And uh, man, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be wild to follow it over the next year. Um, I don't want to talk about it every single freaking week. We're gonna avoid that one. It's gonna go down to it's gonna get shafted to weekly wrap up a lot unless there's something real big that happens. You know, probably. Yeah, because I don't want to talk about this for a year. No one does. Everyone wants this to get done, but it's still gonna be uh, it's gonna be something to watch. It's gonna be something to watch. That's for sure. Uh, the last thing that I kind of had that I wanted to shout out. Uh, we, we've got a nice little countdown right now on the Game Awards live stream. Um, 
the last thing I want to shout out is, you know, a big, uh, big congratulations and T's and P's to one of my personal favorite video game writers. Uh, Gene Park has officially beat cancer. Hey. Shout out to that. And not to mention that he made a joke about this that I thought was, you know, pretty humorous is that uh, he agreed to donate his cells to go over to Germany to try to continue to be studied and try to help eat cancer. He's just like, what a meme if my, my ass saves lives. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he did end up uh, coming out cancer-free, so shout out to that, man. He's one, of my, he's one of my favorite writers in the video game space. He works for Washington Post, and uh, I think he does a phenomenal job. So big, big shout out to that one for, uh, for knocking out cancer. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, Game Awards starting. I got the countdown beginning in, uh, you know, three minutes. So no pre-show today. That's actually different. I usually do a pre-show. So we're going to get the full show. It's, it's going to be, Jeff kind of tweeted earlier that he's expecting about uh, two and a half hours. That's what they did in rehearsals. So we're going to be strapped in here for a little bit. And we're going to get through this show. Uh, let me actually go ahead and go full screen there. And let me hop over to our layout to make sure it looks good and doesn't look like poop. I do want to touch on one thing before this starts. So the bit of Midnight Suns I've been playing, I say a bit, I've been playing a lot of Midnight Suns, but in traditional um, RPG style. So those general missions, they just keep populating until you do story missions. So I, I'm on the same story mission as you, and I probably have like 14 hours in this game. Mm -hmm. I'm now on Ultimate 1, and my squad's all level 9. I do got to say the difficulty increase is actually very nice. So you do unlock the more the higher difficulties based on your star ratings. And it's actually very well done how it does because so far each time I've upgraded, I feel right when it gives me the upgrade, it feels like I'm just at a point where in the general encounters aren't very challenging anymore. They're still a bit hard, but they're very manageable. And then I upgrade that and they feel it's hard again. I have to slightly consider more. So it is. It does actually have. You're actually actively um, thinking out your moves and whatnot. Does scale very well. Okay, good to know. Also, a lot of the in-game decks feel like they require most of the characters at least first passive, mm. which you don't get till friendship level two. Mm. Okay. You can still use them without the passive. They're just a lot more fluid and manageable if you have the passive. Right. Like, because I have a blade deck, which results, which revolves around him just getting bleeds on everyone and then sucking that all up or popping off shields or taking off the debuff. Mm -hmm. But I only have the one card to make, give him bleed because I haven't drawn another one yet. Getting cards can kind of be a pain, I feel like. Yes and no. Because you get a lacuna coil after every mission. And with the difficulty scaling, I'm getting higher rarity Lacuna Coils because like, I'm almost always guaranteed a rare one now. Right. And then you get the re-rolls and then there's mods. And you get, once you get into the heroic ops, you're getting cards from that for a very specific character. And which if you do it right, you can get two cards for each character for each op. So, I mean, you generate a fair amount of cards because I'm starting to get a lot of duplicates that I don't need and I'm just salvaging. Right. Hmm. But no, the scaling is very good and just... It is <laughs> very obvious I might have a bit too much shit because when I go into the story missions, I just fucking sweep through them. <laughs> right. Oh, well, while we're waiting through this commercial, I guess I'll go ahead and like lay the groundwork for the audio version here. Uh, oh, we better come back. No, we got another one. Okay. 
So, yeah, if you're listening to the audio format right now uh, for this wonderful show, uh, we're probably, as of right now when I'm recording this live uh, with the Game Awards, I'm currently leaning towards we're not going to have all the Game Awards stuff for the, the record uh, audio format where it'll be like a almost a four-hour podcast recording. We'll have the beginning of the show that's going to have like all of our breakdown on a couple things from this week. I talk about God of War, the Microsoft uh, Activision Blizzard stuff, and the Call of Duty mm-hmm. with Nintendo. That will all be in here. And then, of course, what you're listening to right now, um, you know, just giving you the heads up that, hey, sorry, we, we're kind of deciding to opt to get, you know, not include all of our reactions just because of how the show was spaced out. I think it'd probably be better for the audio format. But hey, you can always go listen to the full version and our full reactions over at youtube.com forward slash sparky3. You'll listen to the live stream after the fact and uh, get our live reactions to everything that took place uh, throughout this live stream. And we will get, we will also give you a very quick breakdown of a couple of thoughts on the Game Awards before we wrap up this live stream here. And that will be on the audio version as well. It will be very quick. Both of us are very tired right now. Uh, so just kind of general thoughts on stuff, nothing too wild, nothing too crazy, favorite announcement, stuff like that, um, you know, most shocking award or yeah. whatever, whatever we want to kind of talk about, you know, we'll do that. I will say as of right now, I have not won a Steam Deck. I've been watching it. Uh, hasn't happened. Very unfortunate. Uh, maybe next time. Maybe next time. You can go ahead and hit two cams. Yep. Let me go ahead and kind of get this off. Uh, so we will make this very quick because I know both of us are very tired. I am very, very tired. Uh, but for our audio listeners, uh, the Game Awards is officially come to a close. Like I yes. said, we're, we're likely going to cut every, a lot of it. Probably everything, honestly, uh, if we're going to be very, very real. Uh, go to youtube.com forward slash sparky3 and you can listen to our full reaction of everything that took place at the whole Game Awards. Um, but strictly speaking, just kind of briefly here, what would you kind of give your thoughts on, on the show? Just kind of a rating, you know, any cool announcements that you were a big fan of? I mean, for the show itself, I would honestly give an eight just because as I mentioned earlier, pretty much almost everything we saw is either coming out in quarter one or quarter two. Yeah. So this isn't, so we have a lot of stuff to look forward to. Um, specifically for me would be Judas was probably the one that stuck out the most to me. Right. Um, yeah, mostly Judas and then the Wayfinder game. That way seemed to, and of course, Remnant 2. Yeah, I was going to say Remnant 2 for you. Yeah. It's wild for me because the two that stuck out the most was honestly just DLC related. <laughs> Burning Shores looked cool, and, yeah. the, and the Three Houses characters coming to Fire Emblem Engage gets me more excited for that game than I already am. Um, you know, there was a couple other games that kind of caught my eye in there, like um, the one, the, the, the Crime Boss one. Yes. That one actually, was it called Crime Boss? A uh, crime boss of Rock City. Okay, that one actually that looked, seems interesting. That looked pretty cool. I, I was actually kind of on board with that. And there were a couple other that looked pretty. Su- it looked pretty sweet. But for me, the biggest takeaway was Burning Shores for Horizon Forbidden West. That was sick. Um, and then also, you know, one thing that you know, it, I just want to point out is, you know, Game of the Year winner Elden Ring. Yep. It really does baffle me how much this year mirrored 2018. I, I was saying it throughout the live stream. And for my audio listeners, I'll break it down. You know, if you, you know, for 2018, you know, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 won so many awards all night. Best performer with Roger Clark. I think like game direction, maybe accessibility. I don't, like they won like probably six or seven awards. God of War won like two. And then God of War wins game of the year. 
And we look what happened tonight. Elden Ring won like what two or three awards. Yeah. God of War won like six or seven. Elden Ring wins game. It just it's it's baffling to me. It's just like damn. It's like talk about a mirrored situation here. But uh, I mean, Elden Ring obviously definitely deserves it. I mean, it, it took over the gaming industry yes. when it came out. It, it did. It took over the gaming industry. So it doesn't, doesn't surprise me at all. Uh, you know, but God of War was such an experience for me. Um, but, uh, you know, off the top of my head, those were kind of my main thoughts. As for a rating, I'd probably give it an eight. I mean, there were a lot of good announcements in there. Yeah, you know, most I think definitely. The, I think the Armor Core one was a, was a good one as well. Uh, while I'm not an Armor Core fan, you know, I know that's one that's like you, like you said in our stream, been dead for a while. Oh, yeah. And it being by FromSoft. Just that publisher alone being running that game is going to bring a new community to that game. You know what Easily. I mean? So that, that, that was pretty cool. But, uh, you know, other than that, I don't have a lot of thoughts at this moment, mostly because I'm very tired. Yes. Um, you know, we are not going to be live this weekend, of course. Um, Animan Plus will be taking its place. So we'll be back in like a, a week and a few days. And John will be back as well, or he should. And we'll kind of get his thoughts and stuff. We'll, we'll probably start off the show with it and just kind of give, you know, more t- after we have time to sit on it. But, uh, yeah, no, no more thoughts right now. I'm tired. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm tired. I, I have, we both have work in the morning. I yes. want to go to bed. Uh, so, uh, for everyone that did stop by during the chat for the live stream, we appreciate the hell of you. You're listening to the audio version after the fact. We definitely appreciate the hell of you. Uh, I think with that said, I'll hit the music and All we right. can, uh, get out of here. There we go. Let's get out of here. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows. It does help if you've made it all the way through this on the live stream. Thank you very much for joining us and hope to see you if we can do this again next year. Hopefully. Very true, because this one almost didn't happen again, but it did. We made it. We made it happen. And that's the big thing. Uh, seriously, uh, if you guys could just subscribe to the channel, be a friend, tell a friend, check out our website, sparkle3.com. You can sign up for free or sign up five bucks a month, and we would definitely appreciate that. Uh, as well as check out our Agent Ink shop uh, for some rogue energy. Use our referral link down below. Uh, join the Discord. Follow us on socials. We'd uh, appreciate all that support. And make sure to tune into Animan Plus uh, this weekend. Uh, I think with all that said, um, have a good one. Bye.